Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Forward Progress before the second season. I'm your host, Devin Gardner, and today I have a great guest that I think you're really gonna enjoy. I mean, he was a former football player that set a lot of records and he, he, he did so much for the maize and blue in Ann Arbor, and now he's made his transition into coaching, right? And his forward progress has been amazing, a story you will not forget, and here he is, Rory Roundtree. My guy, how you doing? <laughs> How you doing? Your hustle gotta be harder than anything that you fear. Gotta know how to tune out the haters that you gon' hear. Gotta get started now, you can celebrate in a year. Cause somebody gon' need your gift, don't be stingy, you got the cure. It's all factual, and we all tactical. You think Devin Gardner got farther from being practical? You think he ain't work for the blessings that he was asking for? You think he ain't work on his weaknesses after practice, though? I got a song, right? Did you hear my song? Like, is it cold? Like, what do you mean? I heard your song, and it's crazy, right? Yeah, you're doing it all now. Yeah, huh? you know, I do what I can. You know, I'm, I, I'm very honored, man. Thank you for having me. So, you're from Dayton, right? I'm from Detroit. You're from Dayton. Talk about growing up in Dayton and how it was. Um, Dayton was different. Um, being actually from Florida and moving to Dayton after uh, you know my grandmother passed away and. Uh, with me and my other brothers, two other brothers. I'm the middle child. And, uh, you know, I was the different one out the crew. Um, I didn't want to really go out much. I wanted to stay in the house, play video games, and go AU basketball and football. So having that, that community support you um, kind of helped me, you know, do the path that I was on. You grow up in, in Dayton and you go to Trotwood High School. How was the recruiting process? Um, so the recruiting process was different than me. Um, remember, growing up in Dayton, I was at Dayton Belmont for two years. And uh, after my sophomore year, I just felt like I was just better than a lot of the kids that I was playing against. Um, you hear that, folks? <laughs> Roy Roundtree thought he was just better than a lot of the kids. Go ahead. And uh, I went to the head coach. I'm like, coach, I'm not really getting no offers, no letters. And I'm going to these Nike camps. And he's like, yeah, Roy, uh, you're not really a power five, you know, type of receiver. You're skinny, um, not as wait, fast. Wait, wait, just time out, time out, time out. Uh, can you say how skinny? Because that's not, uh, Roy's saying it as if the coach was making this up. But you are, you're definitely very skinny. How skinny were you? Actually? I was 155. Ooh. 155. But <laughs> well, go ahead. Once I got to Trotwood, a lot of my recruitment started picking up heavily because of the competition I was going against. And I got offered from uh, Ohio. And then uh, the big schools started coming after the Ohio State camp. And like uh, Purdue ended up coming in and offering me. And then Nebraska. So I really took Purdue highly. I took a visit there. You know, Michigan came in and Rich Rod. And, you know, funny thing, conversation that I had with Rich Rod is when he was at West Virginia, he called me and said, Roy, would you come to West Virginia? And I told him no. And uh, so that, that recruitment stopped fast with West Virginia. And then later on, he came back and got the job at Michigan. And he called me, he's like, would you come to Michigan? I was like, yes, I will <laughs> yes, come to I'm Michigan, I will. So it was, uh, it was a tough process. And then um, I ended up decommitting from Purdue on signing day. And uh, you know, it was all in the USA Today, saying snake oil kid. And um, it was really different and hard for me being in the US Today paper based off my decision making. And uh, I think it was the best decision I made. Steps of the Union, 
This is where everything happens. This little intersection got hit by, almost got hit by a bunch of cars, oh, right? Yeah, all this and a lot. So, how does it feel to be back right here where a kid from Dayton, right? And if people don't know about Dayton, right? Not as much is expected of you when you, right. you know, you're coming up. You got a degree from the greatest university on the planet. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's a great feeling, man, to be back on campus with you. Um, it takes you down memory lane. And like you said, like, yeah, we almost got hit by buses. Uh, we, we was late we for class, you know, missing the buses because of the yeah. union, right? We'll yeah. come slide through the union, get some quick food, and next thing you know, five minutes. It ended up not being that here. quick. Absolutely. So it's been great, man. Feels good. Did you ever expect that we're around you from day we'll be able to not only get a, uni a, a degree from here, right, make all those plays and, and impact so many different people on this campus, right? Because I remember you talking to every single person you ever met, right? Never just walking past a soul, right? Never too big and, and never too small. Like, it, it was amazing to watch you navigate with all the, we call them muggles, right? The yeah. normal students, right? Normal Harry Potter, students, everybody fans right. of Harry Potter. How, how, how good does it make you feel and your parents, right? You mm -hmm. made your parents so happy, I would imagine. Oh uh, yeah, it feels awesome coming back to, like I say, leaving that legacy, right? And being able to come back and it just feels so different, but it also feels good that, you know, me being alum from here, um, making plays, uh, being on TV and going back home to, you know, young kids like, man, you know, that's Roy Roundtree and being able to get them some knowledge. So um, I, I still run with that to the day. Do you remember I came and I was, I was there at a camp or something? I, I don't know what I was, but you guys were doing 707 outside and I came in, drove down and actually threw a touchdown to Kelvin Grady as a high yep. school. I think I was a junior or something like that. And I remember you, and, and the one thing I remember, and even moving forward when I finally got to University of Michigan, where you, you were a technician, right? How important was being a technician in the technique for you because you weren't as strong or maybe even as fast as other guys? Yeah, I had to, I had to figure it out. Um, and that's what the red shirt year helped me being on scout team. And I was always the top player on that offense. So that week, if we was playing Penn State, I was the top receiver. Or they had me at Wildcat. Never played quarterback before. Yeah. They had me at Wildcat. So I figured out me going against the first team defense daily. Um, that really helped me elevate my game because technique and details, I, 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 I run with that now as a coach. And uh, I think that helped me, you know, get open a lot. Get open. Receivers always think they open. Why, why do you always think you open? I just don't understand. Actually, I do understand. I play a little bit of receiver. Yes, and did. I want to talk about that as well, yes, right? Did. And so, but first, let's talk about the, the strength. The strength thing, <laughs> you know. Um, there's a story going around, and, you know, I know I know you are a guy that has accomplished so much, and, and, and you, you're proud of the journey, right? The process, mm -hmm. right? A lot mm -hmm. of people want to skip steps. You weren't able to hang clean or power clean a 45-pound bar, right? And so he had to replace it with a broomstick. And so the one thing I want to talk about, because I talk a lot about mental health and how important it is in football and how it can prepare you for life, right? A lot of people, when that type of thing happens to them, right, they're embarrassed, right? They, they want to turn around. They want to go back. They don't, want to, they don't even want to deal with it, right? But you, you faced it head on, right? What allowed you in your life allowed you to be able to take that and say, hey, even though you might have been upset about it, you still continued to fight and you were able to come on the other side. Straight. Oh, man, I knew where I was at. Um, I knew what I was, you know, the type of players and teammates that's going to motivate you, but also joke on you if you, you know, not really taking it serious. And uh, like I said, I was coming out of high school. I didn't really take the weight room serious. And once I got, you know, that first run of my belt, 
I really tuned in, like, man, if I want to get to that next level, I got to get stronger, I got to get bigger. And definitely, like, helped me get off the line of scrimmage, being a receiver, playing against 6'2", six, 6'3", six, corners that could run. So I really had dove in and um, used it as fuel. Like I said, I didn't want to disappoint, you know, my family, my, my, my teammates. Um, and once I got playing, you know, it was, it was activation after that. Activation. It was activation <laughs> very well. So, and let me tell you how much you activated. Let's see. So career receptions, number seven all-time, University of Michigan history. Single season receptions, number seven all-time as well. Career yards, number seven all-time in University of Michigan's history, the illustrious history. And single game yards, number two all-time, 246 yards against Illinois in 2010. When you hear that, right, I'm top seven in most categories, all the big categories for wide receivers at one of the most illustrious universities in the world. What, what I mean, you was naming, I, I mean, I knew some of them, but that's just humbly speaking throughout the, the traffic, throughout the years of Michigan football. And uh, to at least be in the you know top 10 is very honored. Um, Devin Gardner broke my record, um, him and Jeremy Gallon. So I let yes, that slide. But I love watching that play, watching them go to work that day. So um, it's really great, really great humbling speaking. Now, so you've had a ton of great catches, right? Big catches. Big catches, big moments. Big moments. And so, you know, we play Ohio State, uh, you know, every year, right? It's called the game for a reason. 2012, I know for sure, you have the longest reception. I don't know who threw it. Some guy threw it. I, longest reception in, in, in the history of the stadium from a visiting team. 75 yards, a uh, little hole shot up the rail, mm -hmm. took it to the crib. Mm -hmm. who, who threw it? I mean, I, oh, yeah, DG. Oh, DG. I think oh, it was, yeah, oh, yeah. Right, oh, so yeah. you have that. But we got to talk about the speech. Oh, yeah. Right, and so a lot of people don't know about the speech. So you get a little back, sign, back <laughs> behind the curtains here, uh, the speech. And so I'm a freshman, right? And I'm going to tell you my, 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 from my perspective. I'm a freshman, and I've watched you in that year and, and go crazy, right? That was your breaking out year, redshirt freshman, uh, or maybe redshirt sophomore. sophomore yep. You broke out, right? 900-something yards, right? This is going to be the game where you're going to go over 1,000. Mm -hmm. Nobody had done it in so long. And out of nowhere, you know what? Today? Seniors, I got you today, see. And this is not me speaking. And I'm looking, his locker's right next to mine. I'm like, Royce giving a speech, right? And so just talk about what was going through your mind when you decided out of nowhere to give a speech. It was uh, in the moment. I really <laughs> felt, you know, really great um, after warm-ups. And uh, I'm like, hey, we, we look like we locked in. And, uh, you know, being from Ohio, I had a lot of family there. And I was just excited. Um, that, that was the biggest thing. And boom, my energy just got to sky and sky high. Seniors, seniors. <laughs> that was. Uh, you still, can count on me today, yeah, seniors. Yeah, yeah. Well, I want to ask a question. Could they count on you that day? Ah, that was tough. <laughs> I made some plays. Didn't make a lot of plays. But I know after that, I never spoke before a game. I stuck to the headphones and listened to my music. So we in the game, and I'm on the sideline. And, I, and, and you know, I'm, even though we teammates, I'm like big fan. Like, Roy is a baller. And it's like, wait, Roy just dropped a pass. Oh, my gosh, Roy just dropped another pass. And it's like, uh-oh, oh. that snowball coming is going down. It was uh, That was probably, like, the worst game in my career. And after that, like, I got on Facebook. <laughs> I had to delete my Facebook. You know, but after that, I just kept it, kept it you know, casual and just, you know, left social media alone. And last year's at Michigan, I just went to work. Yeah, you're outstanding, obviously. And like I said, two years later, we go to Ohio State. You got the longest play from a visiting team in the history of the program. Very good. Thank we, you. we got the play. Yeah, we, 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 we.
biggest stadium in the world. Mm. In the world, is it the world? Is in it the, the world? world. College football world. In the world. <laughs> you come out to go touch that banner, right? One of the most iconic things in the world. All right, what were you thinking the first time you did that? First time ever doing it, uh, I was nervous. Cause you know, if you touch it and you fall and the, the people that's behind you, <laughs> they, they, have, to, they have to jump and you get down and you actually, you know, your energy and, and everything is just rushing and being able to just, you know, MJ or windmill or, you know, you become a dunker then because you want to make sure that you touch that banner. Yeah, I mean, so you, first time, like for me, I was cautious. I said, hold on, let me make sure I got enough space, you know. Whew, all right, touched it. All right, I made it to the ground without falling. Cause we've seen oh, yeah. people oh, fall yeah. down and get trampled. For sure. But once you get in your bag, like you said, like, hey, what's your favorite move to do when you win touch? I was a, I was a 360 guy. You know, every time I timed it up and you know just come back around, you know, and touch it. And by the time then, I'm looking up. You know, you're at the 50 yard, and your parents, and you know, you see all I your the family. family sit right exactly, here, yeah. right here. So yeah. you know, you touch it and. You point up there, man, and you know, it's go time. It's go time. So speaking of go time, you've had some of the most iconic moments, right? Sh maybe shut the lights off right now, even though it's daytime, right? We Maybe where we at? We at the 20, 20, 25, something like this. Denar Robinson's under center. You've had zero catches on the day. Zero. Zero catches. Zero. Set hunt. Boom, boom, boom. Throw it up, the ball gets tipped all over the place, and we, in the corner of that end zone, make history. Make history. Unreal, man. But uh, big-time players make big-time catches and big-time moments. So I think that was the opportunity of letting everybody know who I was at receiver. Um, and I think that, that night I kind of, you know, got, got going for real, got going. They burned the city down after that, I'm pretty sure. It was, uh, it was tough, but, oh, you know, it just watching it and seeing you, you know, get pulled by... Oh, hey, 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 what? <laughs> Who said we had to... All right, I'll go ahead. You go in your spot, I'll go to my spot where I was when that amazing, iconic play happened. So, you know, Denar hikes the ball, said hut, right? You run your route, you get out there, he throws the ball, I'm sitting here, he catches it, ah, ah, and then here's me. Ah, ah. Yeah, I, I was I was amazed. You know, we talked once we got to the sideline, Dev, and uh, you know, yeah, it was he was upset, but he was excited for Big Bro, and uh, I appreciate. Why you. is my shoulder pad getting pulled? <laughs> what are we doing? Everybody's excited. Everybody I'm excited. For excited. Roy. I've had classes with this man. <laughs> and let's fast forward a year after that, right? Yes, sir. Devin Gardner, first start in the big house, throws an interception to lose the game. Huh. Yeah. Northwestern comes down, three and out, punts the ball, Jeremy Gallon, boo, boo, boo. He does his deal, does he his gets deal. around here, around here area, right? Yep. We come out, all right, hey, last three plays. Yep. We gotta go win it. Yep. We gotta go yep. win it. Yep. Yep. Hey, Roy, I'm probably coming to you. Come on. Let's get it. Let's do it. All right, break the huddle, drop back. Not even truly looking. I start to run. Stop. Roy Roundtree is one-on-one. -on -one. See ya, ball. Tracking it. Tracking it. Like, man, I got to make this catch. We got to go into overtime. And that was at this moment. You jump. Boop. Boop. Come down. Boop. Flick. 
Hey, we gotta spike it! We gotta spike it! Come on! Let's go! Let's go! Hey, Lil Roy, stop celebrating! Hey, stop celebrating, Roy! Hey, you gotta stop, Drew! We gotta stop. stop! There we go. Oh, yeah, we gonna win this now. There we go. It's over, baby. Yeah. It's. <laughs> they ain't got a chance. Sorry, guys. Y'all gonna lose this one. Head on into overtime. Oh, yeah. Oh, if I'm a receiver, I'm trying to play for Roy Roundtree. Hey, I'm telling you, man, I'm getting, I'm getting these guys together, if man. If I'm a receiver, I'm trying to play for a round oh, yeah. because in big moments, like we talked about in Notre Dame, mm -hmm. no catches on the day. Absolutely. The biggest play of the game, five seconds left or whatever, catch the ball, win the game. Devin Gardner gets body slammed by the coach. <laughs> that was the most Thanks a lot, Roy. That's man. That was great. That Thanks was great. That was awesome. Thanks a lot. <laughs> You were always a coach, right, in my eyes. And I don't know if you know how I looked at you in, in that way. When I, in 2012, decided, so you get injured, right? Yep. You, you, you hurt you your knee, you got to get surgery. And I go into the coach's office and say, hey, I'll try and play receiver. I can, you know, help the team while Roy is out. Um, and you take me under your wing as a coach while you're injured and teach me every single thing. I, essentially teaching me to take your job, mm -hmm. right? Because I'm bigger, right? I'm a no, bigger guy yeah, or whatever. Yeah. What, what, what? caused you to want to do that the way you carried yourself uh and it wasn't just you dg it was just the, the tradition that we have there it's like the next group come in and you got a class underneath you, you got to make sure your little brothers are right so i ain't want you to get out there and you, you know get frustrated because you had a lot on your plate quarterback tight end receiver might be at safety the next day might be at linebacker that's just how you were you were so smart and gifted and i made sure that okay well if you in our room I got to make sure I'm giving you all the DNA so that you can get out there and, and shine. And to watch you develop at the receiver position, I was just sitting back like, yeah, I ain't got to really rush back because Devin is doing well right now. So yeah, it, was it, was, it was fun. And, and I attribute a lot of that to not only you, Jeremy Gallon helped me out, mm -hmm. but, but you were a technician. You helped me learn to be a technician. And some of the things that you taught me back then, I'm teaching young guys now so they can go and play with you, right, here mm -hmm. at Grand Valley State University, which is where we are. And the reason we're here because – of your forward progress in coaching. And so I have a little couple notes here that, uh, you know, where have you been and what have you done here? CSU Pueblo, 2015. Mm -hmm. Limestone College, 2016, wide receivers coach and recruiting coordinator because you're such a great personality. Yes, sir. Indiana State, right, you move to the Division One level as a receiver coach and then you get to go home, right? The University of Michigan. What did that mean to you, right? You weren't the receivers coach, but everybody that's around the program knows that you had a big hand in developing guys like Donovan Peoples-Jones and Nico Collins. Uh, talk about how that felt, being back home and getting a chance to coach at the University. Uh, it, was, it was great. You know, Coach Harbaugh, he, he called me up, and uh, I was out in Chicago at the time, and he was like, Roy, like, uh, you know, it's Jim. And I'm like, Jim, who's Jim? I ain't got your number saved. Who's Jim? He's like, Jim Harbaugh. I'm like, oh, what's going on? How you doing, Coach Harbaugh? You know, and it changed, and we just had a conversation. He's like, yeah, I got an opening for a GA spot receiver. You, a lot of guys recommended you come back. Uh, I'd love to hire you. You know, I learned a lot from Coach Harbaugh. Got a chance to work with Coach McElwain at Central Michigan, Pep Hamilton, who's at Houston Texans right now, and uh, Coach Gadden, and Coach, you know, Coach Kasula and Coach Moore. So right. a lot of those guys I learned a lot from. It was a sponge. Yeah, so you talked about you know, the reason Coach Harbaugh called you is because a lot of people recommended you, right? And so people don't understand how important relationships are, but you obviously hold relationships very dear, right? How important was it to you, for you to, throughout the University of Michigan, your time there and, and throughout your life, to build good relationships? Uh, I think it was key. Um, 
I'm like an outgoing, shy person. And uh, I just wanted to make sure that I, you know, left my left my legacy. Uh, by just taking shaking somebody's hand that makes them day, makes their day, right? Uh, we do an autograph sign, and you see the reaction that we get. And uh, it's really great to, you know, just show you love back. So I always want to give love. I always want to give respect, and uh, make sure you, you know, you stay having that energy. So now you're back in your own room, right? The receiver coach at Grand Valley State University, right? And so when I walk around here, right, I see this. This Division II university. First of all, best Division II wide receiver coach on the planet. Obviously, that that goes without saying. Got it. But got it. I walk around here and I see I see Division II, right? But it's, it seems like a Division One program trapped in the Division II mm -hmm. conference, right? And so, what did you feel when you first came here and you got your own room back? Oh uh, man, it was uh, once I came on the visit. Um, I felt like a player, seeing how big campus was, and then getting here to see the stadium. See how many you know students, they are, they fans, they hold here, and just the staff, man. That that really got me. Coach Mitchell, Coach Vince, them, like you know, Coach Postman, all those guys. They brought me in, and it was just like a brotherhood already. And to have that type of energy as a staff, I was like, yeah, I can work here. I can I can work here. I can recruit here, and I can develop guys here to be great. So that was uh, one of my one of my bucket list things. Yeah, I mean, it's great to see, and you you got a chance to show me around and see the guys working and things like. Even just moments ago. They had guys working on the field, pushing sleds and things. I remember I love that. I love the car. Because you're like one of the guys, right? We're not too far removed right. from the sport and getting a chance to play. Talking about, you know, scheme and all that kind of Two minute, right? You okay. know two minute, right? Oh, you love two minutes. You only get two minutes to score. Sit. The Notre Dame game we talked about was 30 seconds. So, like, that's like two minute but way shorter. Way shorter. Right? So, I got three questions for you, right? Okay. And the thing you're going to do, you're going you're gonna to finish the statement, right? So, okay. it's going to go Roy Ron Tree. It's tall because, right, you finish it. Obviously, that's not one of the questions. Just, well, just trying to make sure me. you're off balance okay. so that when it starts, you got your two minutes. So we're going to put two minutes on the clock. You ready to go? I'm ready. <laughs> Roy Roundtree has become a success because? Um, joy life. I enjoy life. I think that's the biggest thing. I wake up. I'm thankful. I get to breathe. I get to do something that I love. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Underdeveloped and overlooked kids will get attention from colleges if? They stand out. Um, I think that's the biggest thing. You have to stand out. Um, some kids probably, you know, go to 707s or 101s. They don't be in the front of the line. They let people cut. You got to stand out. You got to be different. Um, that's how you're going to be found, being different. My advice to anyone trying to create their own forward progress is? Stay consistent. Stay honest. Um, trustworthy and um, be on the grind be willing to grind it's going you have to grind I've like since I've been coaching I've had to do a lot of dirty work and I love doing the dirty work because that's why I'm here today that boy's a grinder that's the time we have it's been a pleasure Roy man thank you so much man my man Jerry, play us out. Forward progress is forward progress is forward progress. Welcome to forward progress. Forward progress is forward progress is forward progress. Welcome to forward progress. Forward progress.